Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney vacation. If you like us and you want to support us and our content, please book your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. You can get more information as well as a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And then also, if you could make sure you are subscribed to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to your podcasts, that would mean a lot. And then if you're listening specifically through Apple Podcasts, please leave us positive ratings, reviews, and feedback on this show. That would also mean a lot to me. But now on with the reviews. We have three brand new reviews for you this week to listen to, plus one throwback. And these reviews are all over the place, so I hope you enjoy each one of them because, well, they are they are all very, very different. But first up is a review from Corey Fiasconaro. He was sent to the Magic Kingdom on behalf of Jackie Gailey, senior editor of The Diz, to look for some brand new uh, happenings around Magic Kingdom, including one food item in particular, a cherry Dole Whip. And, well, I guess we should call Fiasco now the the chief expert of The Diz on in terms of Dole Whip, because it seems like that's what he has every single week, a, a new different form of it. So, I'm not going to talk any more about it because he gets into all the details. So let's go ahead, sit back, relax, and enjoy Fiasco's review of the Cherry Dole Whip that you can find inside Magic Kingdom. Hello, everybody. Fiasco here at Storybook Treats at Magic Kingdom to try the new Cherry Dole Whip they have available here. It's brand new. So I am off to the side right now by Enchanted Tales with Belle where there's really no reason for anybody to be. This was probably the hardest one. Little piece of leaf fell on my ice cream as I was trying to film it, but you'll see right now. But this was probably the hardest one to try to get to a, a location before it melts because the seating at Storybook Treats is brutal. So many people there. But found a good spot and it is melting right before my eyes so I better start trying it. So I opted to get the cherry and vanilla swirl. You could just get the cherry. So the cherry tastes a lot like, I mentioned the watermelon tasted, tastes a lot like a cherry Italian ice, but with the consistency of a Dole Whip. So, you know, the artificial cherry flavoring, if that's what you're into. Um, and I really like it. I would probably always still go for the pineapple one. Pineapple is just my jam. But this is, this is delicious. I feel like I might've been a little disappointed if I didn't do the swirl though. Um, I love the creamsicle, the creamsicle flavor. So this is like a cherry creamsicle. Um, but the cherry alone, I, I don't think the cherry stands alone. I think it needs something to accompany it, whether that be the vanilla or the pineapple. But with the vanilla, 
It is just fantastic. It's a pretty hot day today. Um, so I'm kind of in an awkward filming position because this is just like melting faster than I can eat it or faster than I can even talk. So I'm kind of, I have this poached up over by Enchanted Tales with Belle just in a way that I kind of have to lean into the shot. A little awkward, so excuse me for that. But they couldn't exactly do a, do a review of Cherry Dole Whip Soup. So the price for this was, let me check, I forget. $4.99 and $5.32 after tax. So pretty standard Dole Whip prices there. Um, if you love the flavored cherry, I would definitely come try this. Um, and even if you really like don't and you prefer the pineapple more, which is definitely me, I'd still give it a shot. I don't know how long this is gonna be here. And um, it's not even officially on the menu yet. Uh, so I walked up to Storybook Treats and I was kind of confused. I was like, where's the cherry Dole Whip? It's not actually on the menu, but they have a sign up saying that you can ask for it. And then I was wondering, can I swirl it? And lo and behold, I could. But yeah, this is, this is still melting as I'm talking. It's turning into a, a soup. So I'm going to finish this. And I'm gonna come back to you in a less awkward position with better lighting. All right, so I have finished my cherry vanilla swirl dole whip. A couple notes. Uh, there's plenty of seating like off to the side. Um, no like table seating though, but if you just wanted to sit and eat your dole whip, you really shouldn't have a problem finding uh, seating that way. For my position, it's a little unique because I need somewhere to set my camera up. So I, I kind of need a table and the storybook treats table is just completely overfilled. So had to find a spot, had the melting issue, but if you just an individual not trying to film yourself, <laughs> you're not gonna have a problem. Um, now, as far as how I liked it, I thought it was pretty good, but you know, the cherry definitely, I don't, I mean, I like cherry stuff, but I still feel like the cherry doesn't stand alone. Um, like I mentioned, that artificial, uh, Italian ice cherry flavor, but with um, the Dole Whip texture, which I mean, I, I, I don't not like. It's, it's good, but I think it definitely needs to be swirled. Uh, I think I would be fairly disappointed if I just got it on its own. Now, Jackie is texting me and letting me know that, uh, that you can actually get it with a Coke, so you can make a float, a cherry Dole Whip Coke float. Uh, that sounds kind of interesting, kind of make your... Uh, your Coca Cherry Ice Cream Coke. That might be pretty good, but if I if I had that in addition to this, uh, I just would be completely sugar crashed and I have two more videos to make today. So I'm gonna leave it at the, the Cherry Vanilla Swirl. I would recommend trying it at least once, not even on the menu yet. This is a brand new addition. Uh, you should just be seeing the signs that, that let you know that you can get it if you want. Um, but all in all, Pineapple Vanilla Swirl is still the victor for me. I would put this right above the watermelon one, but below the strawberry chocolate, because that one was really good. The strawberry chocolate 
February dole for uh, for Valentine's Day. But yeah, that's gonna do it for this video and I'll see you in the next one. That was the Cherry Dole Whip review. Very intriguing. I have not had the chance to experience this one yet. And just based on listening, I don't think I probably will go out of my way for this one. It's very rare that I do go out of my way for the new flavor varieties when when they always appear. I know I had the lime version and I had the pistachio version over over the holiday season. We heard that one a little while back, but I haven't really gotten into a lot of the other ones. I'm I'm very similar to Fiasco in a way. There's nothing wrong with the pineapple. That is that is classic. And I, I don't think it really should be messed with that much. I mean, I granted it it allows them to create all these new and different unique combinations and and market different snacks and then spread it out around the park. So I do I do enjoy it for that reason. Even if I'm not having it, I like that they're trying to be imaginative and as as long as they keep finding creative ways to to really stretch out these flavored soft serves, then why why the heck not do it? But uh, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily for me. I'm I'm okay with just a a good a good pineapple dole whip or a citrus swirl, orange cream. Like I I'm happy with those ones. I don't I don't need to go crazy on the other ones. Every every now and then I'll try it if if it looks pretty enough to to convince me to uh, actually give into it, but that hasn't happened very often. But Let's uh, move on. We're actually going to stay in Magic Kingdom for the next review, but we are going to head into Adventureland. Okay, this is getting awkward now. We're going into the the home of Dole Whips, and we are going to go to, well, Sunshine Tree Terrace, home of the Orange Bird and the Citrus Swirl, but we're not getting a dessert treat. So I'll just say that right away. I have reviewed the the fried pork and vegetable pot stickers that they currently are serving inside, uh, not inside, well, yeah, inside, but currently serving at Sunshine Tree Terrace at Adventureland. And uh, this is a fun one. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Ahoy, ahoy, everyone. It's Craig here at Magic Kingdom today for another Disney dining review. And today I'm going to have a little bit of a quick take snack review of an item that you can get at Sunshine Tree Terrace in Adventureland. Of course, home of the one and only Orange Bird. And I'm really excited about these. I've been waiting a while to try them. The last two times I have attempted to get this food item, I have gotten up to the window and they tell me, oh, we're temporarily sold out. We will have more in five to ten minutes. And I am a wild card. So instead of waiting patiently, I walk away and forget about it and say, next time I'm here. And I finally got them. What is the item, though? Well, you already saw it in the thumbnail and probably the description. So you you know. You already know what it is. But if you just are listening to this or watching this blindly and, and have no idea... These are the fried pork and vegetable pot stickers. And then they are served with an, an orange ginger sesame dipping sauce. And it is $6.99. You get five crispy pot stickers as part of this dish. And they look delectable. My mouth is watering just staring at these things. And uh, I'm not usually a huge fan of pot stickers per se. But these ones, you know, they... 
they're grabbing me. I'm looking at them and they're like, you need to hurry up and eat me while we're still hot. So I'm going to, to go ahead and do that because, hey, that's why I'm here. That's what's important. And a lot of people requested me to come out and try these. So I hope I don't let you down, but mm, I like them. So I'm going to start off first with a bite of the pot sticker without any extra dipping sauce or anything. I just want to eat it on its own. See, see how it stacks up. So here we go. This is a decent pot sticker. Yeah, nice and crispy, but still, you know, slightly soft and tender where all the all the inside guts are. So uh, the the flavor of the outside shell is it's actually it it's tasty. You know, it's got a slight hint of salt to it, and then the pork and vegetables inside then help just bring it alive a little bit more. I'm looking for the right words. I'm just not really finding them right now, but I like it. I like how it tastes, but now I'm going to get in on the dipping sauce action. Orange sesame ginger dipping sauce. See if this takes it to the very next level. Oh my goodness. I am in love with this dipping sauce. It is a bouquet of flavors. The ginger hits me immediately, and I love ginger. I am a ginger, but I also love, love, love ginger. And so the fact that it hits with the ginger right up front is a huge A-plus to me. But then the sweetness from the orange then comes packing in. You know, it has that, that same orange taste that you would expect from, like, a orange chicken at uh, Panda Express or any other, any other restaurant that does orange chicken. Then that flavor comes in. But then the sesame is really kicking right at the end, and that's the lingering flavor. I'm not sure if it's because it's made with the sesame oil, and that's where it's it's being able to stick and stay a little bit longer. I, I have a feeling that's the case, but this sauce is incredible. And when you pair it with the pot stickers, oh my gosh, we're talking uh, we're talking a next level food item. And yeah, I'm oh I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking so I can take my next bite. Let's wrap this up here. $6.99 for five pot stickers. I'm going to say it's 1,000% worth the price. This is awesome. I, I'm i really enjoying this as uh, as just a snack. Maybe you're not ready for that full meal here at Magic Kingdom. Just want something a little bit savory to, to hold you over until the next meal. I think this is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. I really, really love these. I... I will go ahead and say it too. I'm not a huge fan of the egg roll cart in Adventureland. You know, it hasn't even been open now for the longest time. But if I had the choice between the egg roll cart or the pot stickers, I'm going pot stickers all the way. I think I might have called the spring roll cart an egg roll cart. And I know that's very minor and... Most people would not even care about the difference, but yeah, that bothered me. So I feel like I had to throw that in there, but they were really excellent. I can't wait till the next time that I get them and uh, I want to just take that sauce and replicate it at home and put it on everything. It was really that good. It was so, so, so good. But speaking of good things, we have another good thing to come. And that's Rhino, and he's back with another plant-based 
dining review. So I'm going to go ahead, throw it over to Rhino, and let him talk about it. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino, and I am here at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I'm hungry. Obviously, you're on the Disney Dining Channel, so I'm probably always going to be eating whenever I show up on this channel. But um, like I said, I'm here at Animal Kingdom, and I actually had a, uh, a viewer, uh, a listener, a, a fan of uh, the content that we produce tell me um, that there was a plant-based option over here uh, at uh, Flame Tree Barbecue that was worth giving a try. Um, I believe it is a sausage. I can't remember the full description. I'll double check when I get over there, but um, they mobile order here. So I'm gonna place my mobile order uh, and then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna check it out. Cause you know me, I like to try uh, plant-based options whenever whenever I get the opportunity. So it was, if it comes recommended, then hopefully I'm gonna enjoy it. So, and I still haven't found that like a plant-based sausage hot dog thing that I'm in love with yet. So maybe today will be that day, but. Okay, so here is a look at the menu. So you got ribs and chicken. Ooh, macaroni and cheese with pulled pork. Where is Steve Porter when you need him? Uh, salad, chicken, chicken. And that's what we're getting. The hot link smokehouse sandwich served with french fries. Not thrilled about it being with french fries, but $10.99. All right, we'll see how it goes. Check out my lime green background. I'm in love with it. Um, I uh, What's crazy is like where Flame Tree Barbecue was, it was like kind of busy. Um, and uh, like, if you just walk behind that building and down a little bit, there's a crazy amount of seating over here that I've never really noticed before. Maybe it was utilized for other stuff and it's just set up now because of all the COVID things. But I kind of came a little bit further down to, to the side of the building where the Mickey and Minnie um, photos used to be. Um, in here, and I think I'm actually near a cast member break room because a lot of cast members have kept walking by me. That, or they're just, they're just like me. Um, but no, so uh, I did find out a better description of the, of the hot link sandwich here, and I messaged it to my watch, so excuse me while I look here. So this is the hot link smokehouse sandwich. I believe after tax, it was maybe like 1171. 1171 or 1117, I can't I can't see because it's on my phone, but um, this is a plant-based sausage topped with a tangy mustard barbecue sauce, slaw, and crispy onions on a house-made New England style roll. Hey, New England. Um, you can see it here. It's got that. I feel like it's a little light on the sauce, um, but what is nice is they give you a, a wet nap here to use, a couple of them actually, and then she gave me a bunch of uh, ketchup, and then she asked if I wanted extra barbecue sauce. So I've got extra, I'm gonna try it without that first. So let me take my mask off and and, and uh, I'm starving. I'm gonna go for some french fries first, even though french fries are french fries. Nice and cold. French fries really do not hold their heat very well, do they? Especially Disney ones. Hmm, yep. These are terrible. Let me dive into the sandwich. The Hot Link Smokehouse Sandwich. I walked like right up, right when they put this on the tray though, so this shouldn't be like cold, but it is kind of cold. I mean, I did take pictures and a little bit of video of it, but I haven't had it for like, I haven't had it for long enough for it to be as chilled as it's feeling in my hand right now, but here we go. This is gonna be pretty for everybody out there. Mmm. First impression, I think this plant-based um, sausage in here is fantastic. 
Do I wish it was a little bit warmer? Yes. I'm gonna take another bite. There's a little cross section for you before I get too far into this, but the plant-based sausage in here is definitely the best I've ever had. That was 100% accurate. The mango, the slaw on top is great because I love the texture that it's giving it. It's adding a nice crunch to the dog. And I am I am definitely, I, I am obsessively looking for anything to crunch on during the day, all that sort of stuff. Like I, I, I just have that like macular issue where I always want to be crushing something with my teeth. For all the reasons you think. The slaw is good. It's honestly, really light on the barbecue sauce. I'm not getting a lot of it. I do like the crispy, um, the onion strings in here because they are legit like crispy. And so you've got like that, you know, that that crunch from the slaw, which has like the carrots and I think it's like uh, cabbage. And then adding that like crispy, salty, extra little onion ring is, is actually, is actually really, really good. I'm gonna add just a little bit of the standard barbecue sauce, just just cause I'm curious, but I don't want to ruin it. Ruin. Just a little bit, just a little bit on there. Ooh, pretty sweet barbecue sauce, actually, but. Mm, no. Mm -mm. The barbecue sauce is fine, it's really sweet, but I say don't add the barbecue sauce. Go with it the way it is. If you can get more of this tangy mustard barbecue sauce to add to it, I would 100% say add that because that is just bringing up these flavors of this dog to that next level. The flavors of this one are definitely more reminiscent of like a bratwurst or a hot dog. So if that's that's what you're looking for, I'm not 100% how to describe that. Pork flavors, I guess. It's good. I love a good New England roll. The thing is it can be very bready. So that's why I wish it just had a little bit more of this mango barbecue sauce on top. I feel like they were so light with that, but on the flip side, I feel like somebody's gonna get it and it's gonna be like drenched in it. So if there's a way that you could ask for it on the side, I'm definitely gonna say do that. But let me take a couple more, let me finish nailing this and then I'll give you the wrap up of what I think after I'm done. I feel like I should get a second one. I'm done. I mean, I, you saw it in the video. I pretty much inhaled that thing. Uh, consensus is definitely worth it. I really enjoyed it. I do think it's a shame right now with the mobile ordering that, cause it's like the app, if you can't modify anything in there, um, then you're just like kind of stuck with what you have because I definitely would have asked um, to not have the fries. I think it would have been, I think it would have been like better with like apple slices or carrots on the side. That's just me though. Some, some people, you just need your fries and that's okay. Everybody loves fries. Um, I just think it would have been it would have been paired great with something like sweet on the side to go with that like spice that the uh, tangy the mustard barbecue sauce because that was good that was really good um yeah the whole thing was good it was a plus for like flavors texture all that sort of stuff a nice nice option uh here to have because normally when i'm looking for something like plant-based or anything like that i go toward um Satouli canteen uh, so I know there's a plant-based burger at Restaurantosaurus. I think maybe Craig might've tried it. I'm not sure if he didn't, I'm coming back and I'm trying it. Um, but always good to have those sort of options. I, I really enjoy it. So, um, yeah, I gotta give it a good, I'm gonna give it a good review. There you have it. Rhino gave it a good review, which is excellent to hear because I have, heard him only hate 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 every single plant-based sausage he's ever 
tried to have. So the fact that he finally found one that he likes, that's like the greatest news I've ever heard. Really, really great news. So uh, very, very entertaining from Rhino there. And as he did mention, maybe he didn't mention it because I might have cut it out, but uh, I actually reviewed the barbecue at Flame Tree Barbecue a while back, and it was one of the throwback reviews I've already posted on one of these past episodes. So you can go back and listen to that if you've missed it. But barbecue there, actually better than I expected. Really, really enjoyable. So Uh, But my barbecue journey is still continuing on, so I'm not going to go down that road completely. But we are going to wrap up this show with one more review. It's another one from Rhinos. It's a a throwback review from when he went to Satuli Canteen. And this one, you're not going to want to miss. So that's the only introduction I'm giving it. Please enjoy. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino. I'm here at Animal Kingdom. It is lunchtime. You can see behind me. If you don't know where I am, I'm in the Pandora, the world of Avatar, and that is Satuli Canteen over there, which I would argue is one of the best uh, quick service locations on Disney property. So I'm here to see if it holds up in my head now that it's reopened, because I haven't eaten there before since everything closed down. So I just want to know, is it as good as I remember? Is it holding up to quality? But I'm actually here with my friend Brandon as well. So he's going to come in. He's going to dine with me, unfortunately, for him. So um, we're going to go. You have to mobile order here. So we're going to mobile order our food. We're going to go pick it up, find some uh, spots outside here, and uh, see how it goes, I hope. So I'm starving. Okay, so we just got our food, and it was pretty pretty easy. Like I said, this is a mobile order-only spot. Most, I believe, if not all, the quick service locations are. Um, so you just have to show your mobile order before you go in. You walk right up. It tells you what register to go to, and you just grab the food and go. Um, and you can eat inside if you want. They have drink stations set up where they'll give you a drink after you get the meal and everything. Um, but uh, pretty, pretty painless, pretty quick process so far right now. Um, some spaced out tables outside. That's where I choose to eat. I'm still not comfortable eating inside just yet. Um, but they did a good job of really keeping the inside spaced out as well. But there are still a lot of people in there for me. So I went with the crispy chili spiced tofu. And for my base, I went with the hearty salad. And for the sauce, I went for the creamy herb dressing. Um, we'll see how it goes. I normally get the grilled chicken, but today I was feeling... I was feeling like, no, you know what? I want to try this tofu. I've had it once before, and I feel like I remember enjoying it, and I didn't do a video about it, so this is my official like video on that. So I'm going to I'm gonna take a bite of that and see how that, that comes out. I'm just going to do it plain just with the salad, because if you don't know this, if you were trying to eat vegan, the hearty salad is not one of your vegan options. The only vegan options you have are the rice and beans and the uh, potato uh, mash, because uh, the other stuff has like the salad I believe has like honey or something on it. There's fish oil in the beans I thought, but but it said rice and beans was one of the plant-based options, so I don't know. But um, no, so, and it also, the salad is already pre-coated with like a little bit of a vinaigrette or something. So I recommend trying it first with, before you jump on your dressing, because then the dressing could be too much. Like you can already see kind of kind of liquidy. I feel like the 
Tofu's good. It's crispy. We're playing fast and loose with the chili spiced interpretation because I can see the chili spice on it, but I don't feel like it's actually very spicy. Definitely not super chili. So if you're worried about it being too spicy, I'd say you're probably you're probably okay. Um, and again, like the salad is the salad's a little wilted today, um, but still I enjoy. I like the ingredients here. This used to have a lot of like kale in it, and it doesn't really anymore. Actually, I'm I'm not gonna lie that a lot of the salad's very a little droopy today, a little droopy. I feel like I've got the bottom of the bowl when it came to the mixed salad today, but I'm still happy that this is an option that I can get. So um, let me let me give it a little try. The chili, the tofu. I keep thinking of that song from Doug. Does anyone remember that killer tofu? But there's a little crispy. I'm just gonna dip him in the creamy. No, honestly, I think they should do like tofu bites. It's like its own little separate thing. It's really good. It's crispy. Like I said, not too chilly, but like, what if you did it with like different seasonings on it? That would be cool. I think they could do it, but I'm gonna eat through this this a little bit more. I honestly don't think I'm gonna add too much of my dressing on here because I feel like this might be a bit, definitely a bit much. There's not, there used to be like a whole pile of quinoa in this and there's not really, like I can see quinoa, but it's not really like, I feel like they lightened that up a little bit. That and the boba balls a lot. So it's really kind of, I'm not gonna. I'm not disappointed yet, but it's not at the standard that I wish it was 100%. But let me let me eat this a little bit more, and I'll get back to you. So we are done eating, and I've got some thoughts, but I'm gonna be polite and let Brandon go first. Oh, thank you. Uh, so my uh, meal. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. What, what did you? How did you feel about it? You, I know you. You are a fan of Satouli Canteen, like I. Yeah. So what? How did you feel like it held up for you? Oh, I loved it. Um, the noodles were so good with the dressing. Naturally, I'm gonna come here every time because I love it that much. Uh, for me, it's it's almost like Chipotle in the park. Yeah, and I love Chipotle. that's a good way to put that. Yeah. yeah. A build your own. Who build doesn't like own. a good build your own? You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I honestly, I enjoy it for all the healthy kind of ingredients. It's not typical theme park fare, which is nice, but it's also very accessible for anybody that's got a family because, you know, you can still get the cheeseburger pods. You know, there's, it's grilled chicken. It's nothing too out of the, out of the, you know, out of the park here, but I, I, I feel full. That's the other thing. Like my well, meal, I am very full for my meal. I, I think Brandon's meal was definitely the winner today. I think I've been a major winner today. <laughs> but, uh, well, well, it's nice to feel a change here at Disney. Yeah, anyway, sorry, I'll be nice in this video. So, <laughs> no, um, I, I gotta say I was actually super disappointed with mine. Um, I think that um, my salad was like really droopy and like way too soaked in a dressing when I hadn't even added a dressing onto it yet. Um, like I said, it felt like it was the kind of the bottom of the barrel. The tofu though was really, really good. The, every piece of that tofu was really good. Nice and crispy. Got a little bit of flavor from that chili. Personally for me, it could have been a little more flavored, but I understand why they're restraining. A little restrained, restraintful, is that a word? Why they restrain on that? I don't know. I don't know English. And so, um, but I gotta say like it is, it, it did not hold up to the pedestal I have it on in my brain. And I think 
that I have to maybe consider letting go of the salad and trying one of the other uh, the other bases because Brandon, the amount of food that was in Brandon's bowl was a lot. Like it looked like he got double the amount because his bowl was filled more than mine with the noodles. And then you got to think, well, like salad is kind of usually fluffy, but so it's not as dense. So you're really not getting as much, which it's not really about quantity. It's about quality, right? And also nutritional value, which one is better for you. That's, that's, that's how when I eat, I think in terms of, but I have super bad anxiety when it comes to food. I do not think that way. I, I like to eat. So I want to make sure there's enough and there was more than enough for me. And I, I feel, I, I honestly feel like mine could have had a little bit, a little bit. It was a little light. Yeah. It was like, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely light. It was, that's, that's what I'll say. I, I don't, I, I don't feel like I like was like out i don't feel like i've been like oh man i wasted this money by eating here but it, it wasn't i can't rave about the meal i just had whereas like you know me i've raved about this before and stuff like that but it looked like brandon's looked like he could have split it with with another person so oh, easily you know easily. but so i think maybe it's about just me venturing out and trying different things which i tried a different base this time or a, a different um uh, protein. So next time I think it's about trying a different base. I still think it is worth giving a try. I don't know that after my experience here, I'd say this is definitely the best quick service on property or anything like that. I think I gotta, I think I gotta try again. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know either, Rhino. I truly don't know. But that was the review. I do apologize. I had to cut out Brandon's portion of the review because. Rhino did not capture the audio well enough, and it was unlistenable. As I was sitting here deciding, without watching it, I was like sitting here trying to decide, can I actually tell what he's saying while he's talking without seeing his mouth move and such? And uh, the answer is no. I I could not track any of what Brandon was saying, so I had to cut it out. But you got the recap at the end, giving you an idea of how Rhino felt about that. And yeah, that one took me by surprise because it's almost impossible, in my opinion, to get a bad meal out of Satuli Canteen, but apparently Rhino did. Or I didn't listen enough, and he said he liked it. I don't remember. Wow. Okay, that means it's time to wrap up this episode of the Disney Dining Show. Before we go, I need to remind you one more time to make sure that you uh, consider using Dreams Unlimited Travel when booking your upcoming Walt Disney World vacation or Disney Cruise Line, Universal. You know, you know all the stuff that we book through Dreams. And, uh, of course, using Dreams directly supports the Diz. So if you want to support us because you like our content, that's the best way to do so. And you can get a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And also, once again, please make sure you're subscribed to us wherever you get podcasts. But specifically, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave positive ratings, review, and feedback. And want to give a shout out to Alicia McDonald this week, as well as Northern New England family for leaving positive, fun reviews. So thank you very much for that. And that's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back with you next week for another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care, everyone. Bon appetit. Bye-bye.